Welcome to Dodgers Dogs. It's part of the Dodgers Daily Network. Casey Porter here joined by Austin Brubaker for today's hot take. And I think today's hot take, Austin, fairly easy what it's going to be. Michael Bush, Yancy Almonte, gone. They are headed to the Cubs. Finally, Michael Bush is going to get his major league opportunity. But let's start with Yancy Almonte. Hey, let me say this, Austin. Congratulations on Monday's hot take. Your hot take was that if the Dodgers had to go the DFA route, it was probably going to be NC Almonte, and simply because he did not have minor league options. I know that probably the most popular names were going to be Ricky Venasco, Gus Varlin. We told you that wasn't going to happen. We also told you that the Dodgers were going to work like hell to make a trade first, so they didn't have to DFA anybody. So instead of DFAing NC Almonte, they sent him to the Cubs with Michael Bush. So congratulations on that take, Austin. That was right on. And then dive into the Yancey Almonte aspect of this trade. Yeah, I appreciate that, Casey. But I think the bigger congratulations goes out to Yancey Almonte. Look, with him, you go back to his 2022 season for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was simply phenomenal for them. Dealt with a little bit of inconsistencies this past season. Was spent sent, spent some time down in Oklahoma City. And as you mentioned, he is out of minor league options. And especially with where the Dodgers are at, they have a lot of pieces that can into the rotation or into the bullpen they're still looking to potentially add pieces to the bullpen we can talk a little bit later tonight about potential pieces that they could add to that um there really didn't seem to be a great fit or great home to keep Yancy Almonte on this big league bullpen throughout the entire regular season, which is what they would have had to do if they kept on to Yancy Almonte. So I think that's one of the main reasons why the Dodgers decided to make this trade. One, they needed to fill up a roster spot for Teoscar Hernandez. Two, Yancy Almonte, still a very talented pitcher, but there wasn't a lot of flexibility as far as what the Dodgers were going to be able to do with him, which congratulations to Yancey. He's going to be ga- able to get an opportunity in that Chicago Cubs bullpen. I'm sure they're going to utilize Yancey. He still has a ton of talent. Talk about relievers having a little bit of volatility. Last year was a little bit of a down season. This upcoming season, I think he can find the adjustments and be a really solid contributor to the Chicago Cubs bullpen. Yeah, and Yancey's all about that slider, no doubt about it. He came to the Dodgers as a two-seam, kind of an east-west guy. The Dodgers, they 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 gave him the four-seam. They, they kind of did away with this two-seam. Uh, had him ride that four-seam up in the zone. It was wildly successful for him to add with the slider. And then last year, they added back his two-seam as well. So he actually came to the Dodgers, more of a two-seam guy. He's leaving the Dodgers in a better place in my position because he is a two-seam, four-seam slider and a slash sweeper type of guy as well. So I think the arsenal is bigger for Yancy Almonte. So I think that the Dodgers, are they did good as far as you know what they had to do in this situation. The Cubs are getting a good return. So as far as the Yancy Almonte part of it, I think it was either DFA the guy and, and he wasn't going to accept a minor league option and lose him or try to get a return out of him. So it's hard to say who the headliner was out of this trade between him and Michael Bush. You would think it would be Yancy Almonte because he has major league experience. But because 
of the fact that there really was no spot, it's hard to tell there. So I think the Dodgers did good with him. I think it was obvious what was going to happen. So then also the Michael Bush situation. Okay, Michael Bush, we've talked ad nauseum. I won't wear you out about, you know, all the things we've already talked about. Simply put, super pumped that Michael Bush is finally going to get his opportunity with the Chicago Cubs. So dive into Michael Bush. Yeah, I think that is the biggest thing that I'm taking away from this. We've been talking about it quite quite a bit. Michael Bush is not a minor league player. He deserves to be on a big league roster. Last year, you're talking about a season where he spent most of his time in Oklahoma City putting up 150 WRC+. plus. That's after spending a significant portion of time in Oklahoma City as well. And where the Dodgers are at right now, with their major league club, there is not room to bring up a guy from the minor leagues, all the spots on the roster are filled. So it's either Michael Bush is a depth piece on the team, or you need to trade him to actually give him an opportunity. Keeping him in Oklahoma City would have been terrible for Michael Bush. So having him get an opportunity to play for the Chicago Cubs, to be a part of that lineup, playing first, playing third, being an everyday player for them is right for the Chicago Cubs. It is right for Michael Bush. And the Dodgers did not have a place for him. So I'm happy they are not keeping Michael Bush as a depth piece. I think that would have been terrible for him. Um, So with him, I think they did the necessary thing that they had to do, which they had to move him in some type of deal. We talked about it previously about potentially moving him for maybe a major league piece, maybe some help for the pitching. They decided to do an alternative route, which is trade him for more depth for the minor leagues. That is another option that you can do with a guy like him. Uh, Michael Bush is no longer a Los Angeles Dodger, which it's sad for us because we're not going to be able to watch him every day. But we are happy that he is getting an opportunity at the big league level, which he has earned and deserves. No doubt about that. So the overall take on the trade I do feel like that the Dodgers allowing their prospects to get to be 26 years old, that does reduce the value that they have. So let me give you an example. One of the reasons why I think Jesus Lazardo is so valuable, it's not because he's been a dominant pitcher. It's not because he's been even maybe even a top-tier pitcher. It's because he has been a good pitcher, but yet he is still young and then has a major league track record. So having a three- or uh, four-year track record at the major league level and then also still only being 25 or 26, even if your production hasn't been top tier, that provides a lot more value than a 26-year-old that hasn't been at the major league level. Now, I know we're comparing an infielder to a left-handed pitcher. I get all that. But still, that premise, in my opinion, holds true. Yeah, I think if you look at the situation, I don't think the Dodgers, certainly we can talk about uh, the two pitchers that the or the two players that the Dodgers got back in the return, but I don't know if the Dodgers got peak value to what Michael Bush has to offer. He has a ton of value to offer. Sure, there's questions about where you're going to place him defensively, but that bat is absolutely there. He has a ton of talent, and if you're keeping these guys as they're getting older and older in the farm system, it's going to diminish some of the value, which mm-hmm. I get it. One of Michael Bush's seasons in the minor leagues was taken away for the 2020 season. 
I totally get that, and I there's reason for that. But other organizations have a more of a priority to bring some of these guys up. The Dodgers seem to value a lot of the veterans, which means if you keep these guys as they get older and older at the minor league level, that is going to diminish some of the value that a lot of these prospects have. And, man, I'm glad that Michael yeah. Bush is getting his opportunity I just wish that he had potentially gotten that opportunity a little bit sooner with a little bit more regularity to be able to prove himself because that can make a really real difference as far as the value of this player and the value to the organization as well. So here's kind of my point to that as well. The Dodgers, they have plenty of prospects. They're going to always have plenty of prospects. No, no, I, the, the prospects they got back, they did as good as they possibly could have. No doubt about it. For the situation they're in, they pulled another rabbit out of their hat. I mean, they got a hell of a lot of return for what they actually, the position they were in. Everybody knew they had to deal Bush. Everybody knew they had to deal Yancey Almonte. So to get the return they did, that just goes to show just how great the Dodgers front office is, right? But my only point to it is the Dodgers have plenty of prospects. They have Justin Robleski. They have Maddox Bruns. They have Ronan Kopp, Alec Gamboa. They have John Rooney. They have these guys, right? So the Dodgers have plenty of prospects. What they need right now is World Series rings. And so you did not get any pieces from Yancy Almonte or Michael Bush, your number two prospect in the organization. That's going to directly lead to what you need the most right now, which is a World Series title. That's kind of my take on it. 